The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. DW60's Press Row is sponsored by Brandon Boudreaux and Love the Mouse Travel. Brandon can help you plan the right time for you and your family to visit the Walt Disney World Resort. Make vacationing stress-free by letting Brandon guide you through all the new policies and other changes like park reservations, My Disney Experience, virtual queue navigation, resort and dining recommendations, and much more. Brandon can even help you save money by applying new promotions after booking if they can be applied to your trip. And the best part about having Brandon help you plan your magical vacation is that it's completely free. So what are you waiting for? Start planning your magical vacation today by calling 228-348-1225 or send an email to brandon at lovethemousetravel.com. More information can be found on his Facebook page. Just search for Brandon at Love the Mouse Travel. And make sure to use reference code DW60 to let Brandon know we sent you. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio Folks, please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program, DW60's Press Row, however you may be listening. Sorcerer Radio Live 365, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, we're glad you're here. To find out what has been happening at the Walt Disney World Resort, it's Jeff Nicole here with you. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. The end of another week. The weekend is here. And if you're listening to the replay... I'm on my way to Florida. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night if you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, what a wet week for Walt Disney World this past week. And us. Oh, yeah, we did have a lot of rain, I will say. We, we're close enough to Florida where we still get the afternoon showers. Afternoon rain, fine. Afternoon, uh, what's it called? Um, flash flooding? Yeah. Not okay. Yeah, not okay. Not okay. <laughs> Every day. The thing was, is that I think, did did Orlando get spared when it came to Tropical Storm Elsa? I think they just got rain. I think they got rain. The most Tampa got, I saw, was a little bit of wind. People took pictures on Instagram of their, like, lawn chairs being blown over. Oh, goodness. And and had some, uh, a little bit of a flooding issue here and there. It's like a Thursday afternoon in South Mississippi. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this past week has been ridiculous here for us as far as rain goes and the amount of flooding that we've had, it's just been, it's crazy. And we didn't even have a tropical system at no, all. It was just, um, it just kept coming and coming it just, Oh goodness. But now the East coast is, is dealing with tropical storm Elsa. And yes. you just showed me some pictures of uh, New York city. Oh my gosh. The, and the subways, subways are flooded. And yeah. Yeah. 
And I just I went, oh my gosh, I was like, I should call my dad and find out what's really going on over there. Right, he lives up there. He does. He's up there in North Jersey. And I know they're supposed to get a lot of uh, lot of rain up there. I don't think it's so much wind issues, but uh, it's going to be saturated for, for sure right. up there for the Northeast. So uh, we're definitely thinking about all of you and hope that you get through the rest of Tropical Storm Elsa and she makes her way out into the Atlantic and doesn't bother anybody else. I had mentioned to you this past week, people kind of had a the wrong idea when, when posting pictures about Tropical Storm Elsa. They would have, you know, literally the character Elsa from Frozen along with the picture of the, of the tropical system. And I'm like, well, that kind of doesn't match because Elsa freezes things and she makes ice and snow and, and all this other stuff. She doesn't exactly go with the tropical system. I was so you know, tired. But I liked it. Uh, no, I was so tired of it. If we never had another <laughs> tropical system named after a Disney character, I'd be happy. Oh, yeah. You, you saw a lot of it. There's no doubt about that. But it seems like everybody did okay. Yeah. And, you know, Walt Disney World got through it. Uh, they did some of their hurricane preparation stuff, the um, meals that they have during tropical systems right. available for hotel guests and stuff like that were available and on the menus for quick service locations and resorts. And they did cancel... Let's see, fireworks at Epcot Forever. And Mm -hmm. then they modified Happily Ever After uh, the evening before. I don't know what the modification was. Did you see what it was? Did you see the video of it? No, I didn't see it. So, you know, like right after the intro and the like wall of fireworks goes around the castle, like kind of in like an arc. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right before that happened, a bolt of lightning went across the sky behind the castle. Oh, no kidding. It was so cool. <laughs> so, okay, that was not a Disney effect. That was real. No, yeah, that was just lightning. Wow. Thor was like, do not start without me. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So, it, again, sounds like everybody got through everything okay. Uh, we're if we're you, on the other side for the most part. Yeah. If you uh, did have issues or anything else, we hope you're getting through it okay. And uh, you're being provided with uh, with aid and help and everything else. We hope everything goes fine. Yeah. So, but it has been an interesting week for Disney news. And, and I I do have to say that, and that's why I want to start the show this week with this right here. I wasn't like every other kid, you know, who dreams about being an astronaut. I was always more interested in uh, what bark was made out of on a tree. Hey, how you doing? You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should never be allowed to talk to people. That's what I'm talking about! Let's get nuts! It's time for the DW60 Rumor of the Week. Okay. What I'm about to tell you is fact. Okay? It's fact. But the the after portion of what I'm about to tell you is rumor. Completely and totally rumor. We'll be clear about it. Yeah, okay. So this right here, what I'm about to tell you is fact. Disneyland Paris announced that they are going to be replacing their free Fast Pass program with a new paid offering. Paid. Paid money offering. Your rose. Disney Premier Access is what it's called. Isn't that what it's called on Disney Plus when you buy a movie ahead of time? Disney Plus Premier Access. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Way to go, Disney. You thought so long and hard about this. Creation shop. <laughs> right. Oh, so it's similar to what they offer over in Shanghai, okay, at Disneyland. But it is rumored that Walt Disney World is, is going to be getting this as well, okay? So here's what's happening when it comes to Premier Access 
over in Paris and what we could see here and also in Disneyland in California. So your standby pass, that's free. Standby is a free service via the Disneyland Paris app and everything else. So you'll need a uh, reserve a standby pass to be able to join the queue for some of your most popular attractions during a specific allocated 30-minute time slot. Like a return window. Yeah. So it's kind of like a virtual queue to let you know to come back and stand in the standby standby line. Like, it's almost like a hybrid, like a virtual version of the previous FastPass system where it said, you know, come back between 12 and 1230. Exactly. Yeah. The free version of what we have had. So you download the Disneyland Paris app. You create your login. You link your park tickets. Then after entering the park, you'll be able to choose an attraction, reserve a standby pass time for each person who wishes to ride, and then they'll let you know about the time slot. You arrive at the attraction entrance during your allocated 30-minute time slot, and you just present your code, and you can go on in and get in the queue, enjoy the attraction. Fun. Wonderful. Here's the part that everybody's just flipping out over, okay? Disney Premier Access. So this is what Disney says. Hit top speed like Lightning McQueen with Disney Premier Access and join the fast lane that lets you skip the regular queue at some of our most popular attractions. With Disney Premier Access under the bonnet, you'll fill up your day with even more smiles per hour. Okay, that's a weird way of putting it, I guess. Very European. (laughs) Uh, Purchasing a Disney Premier Access gives you fast access to the attraction uh, you choose, but does not guarantee immediate access. So here's what happens. You open up the official Disneyland Paris app. You sign in, create an account, link your tickets. Once you've done that, you can choose an attraction and select the guests that want to ride. You'll be offered a time slot depending on the availability. After you have paid, paid money per person, per attraction, Mm-hmm. You head to the dedicated line at the attraction, you show them your code, and you get on. Now, pricing for Disney Premier Access will be per ride, per person, and it's going to range from 8 to 15 euros, which translates to like 10 to $18 US. Crazy. Something like that, I think. Um, you may buy a maximum of three Disney Premier Access uh, passes for each attraction per, per guest per day and up to 12 Disney Premier access for one attraction in one time slot at a time, depending on availability. There are a limited number of Premier access available for each time slot. And also a Disney Premier access is valid for a single use only for an attraction at a given time slot on the date of purchase. You can only buy Disney Premier access for one attraction at a time. To buy another attraction, simply start another purchase and select the attraction you want to ride to see if there are any time slots available. Okay. So, you want to... And let's just convert this over to Walt Disney World right now, okay? Right. Let's choose the Magic Kingdom, all right? Let's say you want to get Premier Access for Space Mountain, Seven Dwarfs, mm-hmm. Big Thunder, For a Pirates, family of four. For a family of four. Per person. Per attraction. We're talking a lot of money here. I just, I, I really don't like it. In order for this to be valuable to someone. Yeah. It has to, like, so in relation to a VIP tour, for it to be valuable, it needs to be at a high enough price point 
where the majority of people will not take advantage of it to make it worth it and valuable for the people that will. Because as a consumer, if everyone is paying for the premier access to get on quicker, yeah, then nobody's getting on quicker. That's true. And the only, this is what they want. The only person that wins in that scenario is Disney's pocketbook. Oh, most definitely. So, I mean, people are going to wait in line, whether you wait in the standby line or this new premier access line. It's, there's no, I mean, you have to wait in line to ride the attraction. Whether you pay to stand in line or whether you stand in the free line, you're still going to get on. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's, now answer me this real fast before I say this. Do you think that the fast pass system that we currently use and have been using for quite some time make the standby queues longer? Yes. I think we see that now that it's gone. Because I was looking at the app just before we started the show, checking wait times. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for instance, Space Mountain. We're, we're in the heart of summer vacation time right now at Walt Disney World. Right. Okay. Space Mountain was a 30-minute wait 20 minutes ago. Okay. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, a little bit longer, 65 minutes. A very popular attraction. Right. Jungle Cruise, a little bit more, 70 minutes. But still, we're not seeing the two to three hours as frequently with attractions right now because there is no fast pass. Right. And as you and I have personally experienced, as and as we've seen people say time and time again since the parks reopened in the last year, yeah. the wait times are more often than not higher than what you actually wait. Good. Yeah, that's true. Now, if Disney is going to make me get a standby pass to come back to an attraction later on, like a fast pass was in the past, mm-hmm. and they are going to make me get a premier access pass to get onto the ride quicker, what am I doing the rest of the time while waiting for all of these different things? I can't just jump from queue line to queue line and do other things. What What is it Disney wants me to do in, in the time being? They want me to shop. Mm-hmm. They want me to spend money. They want mm-hmm. me to go to restaurants. All this other stuff that requires money. They want you they want you on your phone, number one. This seems oh to be the trend. Gosh. They want you on your phone while you're there. You've got almost mobile ordering for every single location. There's places they're still not letting you into the restaurant. Exactly. Order. You're having to mobile order everything. They're gonna want you to do a standby uh, queue, mm-hmm. which is on your phone, premier access queue, which is on your phone, virtual queue, which is on your phone, which I don't even know if that's gonna be a thing anymore. Maybe, maybe not. And I don't know about you guys, but when we go to Walt Disney World, I don't want to be on my phone. No, I don't either. I really don't. I Um, agree with you. I had a friend who her husband would leave his phone in the room. He said, I don't want it. I don't want it with me. I don't want to look at it in line. I don't want to be on it. I don't need it. I don't care what's going on in my phone while I'm at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Just. So. What's going to happen here is you're going to have an excess of so many people just blindly walking around the Magic Kingdom. Well, I've already eaten something. I've already gotten the merchandise that I want. What am I supposed to do now? What, just just walk around like I'm a zombie or something? I, I don't, I don't I understand. Don't, I really I don't, don't like that you can't just go get in line for an attraction. Exactly. That makes yeah. zero sense to me. I get that if you're not, if you're standing in line, you're not spending money, but... 
you don't go to a theme park and expect, or an amusement park or whatever, and expect not yeah. to stand in ride, stand in line. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's don't try and reinvent the wheel. Like, well, no, that's what they're doing though, because, right. you know, they're deciding where well, we're going to keep the park reservation system going mm-hmm. until further notice. So you're doing that at the same time. So what Disney essentially is doing now, and now we've got deluxe resort people paying extra to get extra magic hours later on at night. Mm-hmm. Disney is pricing out the average vacation family. Right. And they're sh- they're going for those families who love to spend a lot of money, whether they've saved up two to three years or whether they just have the money to spend and Disney knows it and they know they'll pay it. The Boo Bash party tickets are a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Every time Disney adds more tickets available, they continue to sell out because Disney knows people are going to pay the money. So this premier access stuff is going to cost a lot of money to get on your favorite attractions quicker. And Disney's just going to say, yes, please, I'll take your money. Yes, please, I'll take your money. What was wrong with the system they had in Disneyland for the longest time? What was Mac, wrong with that? Max Pass. Nothing. Nothing you is know? wrong with Max Pass. Absolutely Isn't nothing. that what Universal does? Universal has an Express Pass. So Max Pass is like a digital version of Paper Fast Pass. Or once you scan into the park, you can open up that. And it is paid. You pay per day. You don't pay per attraction. Pay per day. But Max Pass includes your photo pass. And for the Fast Pass portion of it, once you scan into the park, you can open up the app and get a Fast Pass for an attraction. And then once you scan it and you're in the queue waiting in the fast pass queue, you can get on your app and get the next fast pass. You, it's it's a digital version of paper fast passes. I've seen more people on social media say that they don't like this at all. Even Disney doesn't care. The vloggers, the bloggers, and all these other people, they're like, "Why are you doing this? Why?" Because people will pay it. Because people will pay, it. and there are plenty of people out there going, "Yes, I will pay to do this to enjoy my attractions." Yeah. I, I have no problem with if you want you want the money fine get the money that's fine, but don't throw a standby queue pass in my face as well. You may as well go back you know, to e tickets where you had to pay per attraction. Like back when they had when they first opened. Yeah, the ticket books. Yeah, it almost makes sense to do that. Yeah, but I, I nothing is confirmed that. Disney is going to do this at Walt Disney World or Disneyland. It is not confirmed that they're doing I just think it's a really good chance. If they're doing it at Disneyland Paris, is it just a testing phase to see how it goes? To see how they react and how much money they can make and then them say, well, yeah, people at Disneyland or Walt Disney World will definitely do this. Let's go ahead and implement it by October 1st. Because and so is, many of those fast pass signs are being covered up. Is this where um, you know, you know, Disney Genie comes in? That thing, which we've heard nothing about since D twenty three. Right, but if this is a huge part of it, and they hadn't announced this yet. Oh, part of the planning portion. Yeah. Oh goodness. Where they yeah. say, remember, they said they're going to create itineraries for you. You know, they say, okay, well, here's your three standby passes. And your dinner reservations. Oh, man, this this is... 
I'm not liking where this is going. I can handle the price increase on tickets. I can handle price increase on resorts and mm-hmm. food and stuff like that. And parties and stuff because that's optional. Yeah. But when you're going to start nickel and diming me on stuff like this, which has worked so well in the past, it sure it's FastPass Plus was not the perfect system. Mm-mm. Regular FastPass system was not perfect. But it worked. And they're just making it difficult for new guests. Yeah, they are. Can, I mean, I feel for travel agents who are having to, having families who are going to Walt Disney World for the first time, and they say, okay, you know, this is how it goes. And then they have to come back a couple weeks later. So this changed. Mm-hmm. And this is what it means for your trip. Yeah. Okay, well, well, now this changed too. Yeah. So the first two things I told you, just forget about it. This is how it is now. <laughs> Like I don't want that headache. Yeah. You know, and I'm afraid and, and, and I'm, this is going to happen. People have already shown that this is happening. People are fe- starting to get fed up with some of these financial changes and, and policy changes, you know, as far as after after hour parties and extra magic hours, people are getting fed up with it. They're going down the street to Universal. Mm-hmm. They're headed down the street to SeaWorld. Where you've got lower prices, especially on stuff like annual passes. Say, and you can buy annual passes. And you can buy an annual pass down there. Mm-hmm. Their, you know, per se, fast pass system works a little bit better. Heck, for SeaWorld's Food and Wine, their version of Food and Wine Festival, you can buy a ticket for an entire day. That'll get you what? Oh, their, their dining plan. Yeah. Is you pay one... One price for so many booths? No, no, no. For the oh, you're talking about the dining plan or the festival? I'm talking about the festival. Oh, you get like a lanyard. Yeah. And it's like $65, 70 dollars. And you get like I think it's like ten or twelve punches. Yeah. So as long as the items that you're purchasing are more than like five dollars, I think. You're getting you're your money's out worth. Ahead. Yeah. yeah. So when when Universal and SeaWorld is doing this kind of stuff, recognizing that People have money they want to spend, but spend reasonably. Mm-hmm. People are noticing that and they're going, oh, sorry, Disney, you're outpricing me too much. Right. I'm going to head down the street. And I'm going to stay at their resorts, too, because from what people are saying, what vloggers are saying and everybody else, even Universal Resorts are starting to outdo Disney Resorts. How yeah. nice they are, you know? Yeah, it's, I believe it. I just don't think it's going to look good for Disney going down the road. I really don't. There will come a time. <laughs> a reckoning. <laughs> where people just will not be able to afford Disney. I mean, I think we'll see a huge shift when they bring annual passes back because I think they're going to price out a ton of people. Oh, yeah. Like your casual, like your UCF students who go to the park after classes. or Sure. They're, I'm sure, not going to be able to afford the new annual passes. Um, just uh, minimum wage workers, Disney employees. <laughs> what, what's the uh, what's the best annual pass for Walt Disney World right now? Which one is it? Oh, like normally? Y- yeah. The premier pass the would premier be pass. Disney World and Disneyland. How much do you think that's going to cost when it comes back? I don't think it's coming back. You don't think it's coming back at all? No, because Disneyland's Ooh. annual pass program is not coming back. Uh, yeah, there we go. See? What are they going to do there? I think that, I think for Disneyland, the more often that you buy tickets, the more discounted your tickets will be. But I still think you're going to have to buy tickets. Silver pass, annual pass holder, Walt Disney World, 1000 bucks right now probably, if they start it back up. 
Oh, more. More? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know if annual passes will be under $1,000. They really weren't beforehand. Really hope you're going to have that flex payment system. <laughs> yeah. And oh. why is it only for Florida residents? Yeah, they. I, I think they've needed to change that for the longest time and make it available for everyone. You'd sell more Especially annual if you're gonna passes. Raise the, if you're going to raise the price... If if the if the price of a, a standard annual pass, say it's like, I don't even know, thirteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars, but you offer me monthly payments, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, my Let us know what you think because two cents, I'm ten cents. I don't know <laughs> at this point. We're very curious as to what you guys think and and how you're looking at this and how you're assessing it and is is Disney Premier Access something that you would be interested in doing for your next Walt Disney World vacation or Disneyland vacation or do you feel that Disney is trying to price you out and strictly focus on those families who regularly stay at a deluxe resort or DVC members? so on and so on. So send us an email. Send your email to dw60 at srsounds.com because I'm very curious. I'm not going for it. I can't see myself paying for Disney Premier Access. And nine times out of ten in the last few trips that we've taken, we haven't been very successful even getting the fast passes that we wanted in the first place. We just really don't. You know? No, we don't do a ton of attractions no we, we had don't. our favorites yeah favorites i don't know it's just it's difficult all right quickly i want to talk about typhoon lagoon still closed when it closed down last year it has remained closed this entire time typhoon lagoon is not looking good right now at all no. it is not looking good now they have drained the water from the wave pool and, of course, rainwater has collected. It looks green. Mm-hmm. The Lazy River looks green. Uh, there's portions of vegetation that has fallen off the walls. There's scaffolding that is going up, but no work is being done. I don't know what's going on with Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, it's, it's starting to look like river country. It's not looking good. No. no. It's not that Blizzard Beach can't handle the capacity of people wanting to go to a water park. I'm sure it's fine. Right. But why? why is Disney neglecting typhoon lagoon so much and why is no work being done oh i don't know maybe it's because they're focusing so much right now on finishing tron because it's been under construction for so long which i am shocked that disney is not focusing more on the water parks with universal opening volcano bay oh yeah i mean volcano that's a bay great is water park amazing yeah amazing it's it's it typhoon lagoon is looks untaken care of I'm sure vegetation has grown up and it looks like an apocalypse has had it looks like a typhoon has probably come through literally it just it you know it and just not touched neglected and it does. forgotten and is it going to reopen I, I hope so it's a great water park it's got great theming to it and the people love it it just really doesn't look like you know usually when the water parks are closed they each take a turn being closed sure, for yeah, their yeah. annual maintenance. There is no maintenance happening nothing. at Typhoon Lagoon right now. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it's sad. Disney really, you're more fo- you're more focused on making people pay mm-hmm. in 
for individual people on individual attractions to get on the ride earlier, but you don't want to take care of an entire park. That that tells me there's something. That's it right there. (laughs) (laughs) That tells me something's going on with management. And it starts at the top with Bob Chapek. That's where that's where it starts. He's getting greedy. He's getting very very greedy. I just don't like it. That's kind of always been his oh, legacy. Yeah. yeah. Is to is the bottom line. It is. Which I understand you've lost a lot of money in the last year. I understand you need to get it back. But nickel and diming people until they don't return? And then not, not even opening up hotels and parks. It might pad your you pockets know. up front, but it's going to hurt you in the long run. It's going to take a lot a lot more than what you're trying, dude. And, and that's going to price out too many people. Uh, this was really nice to see. Disney did announce that the time-honored uh, flag retreat ceremony there at the Magic Kingdom uh, and Disneyland has returned once again. Uh, in the afternoons around sunset, uh, you can get over there uh, on Main Street, USA. And um, the flag retreat ceremony occurs, and they bring down the flag, and the Star Spangled Banner is done, Pledge of Allegiance is done, and they have a, a military veteran come out and help them take the flag, uh, you know, to a, a different area, but just you know, bring it down from the flagpole. It's an it's a ceremony that I have wanted to be a part of forever. It's probably the top of your Disney bucket list. It is the very, very tippy, tippy top. I mean, yeah. we've pretty, I mean, we've gotten engaged there. We got married there. You just got to do the flag retreat. That's it. <laughs> like yeah. the top of the bucket list. I think what? there's only two left. Do the flag retreat ceremony and stay in the Cinderella Castle suite. Oh. I think, but that I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll just have to que- keep say dreaming. One on is more one. attainable. <laughs> yeah. Slightly more attainable than the other. But they didn't do it for the longest time because mm-hmm. of COVID and everything else, restrictions yep. going on. But they brought it back. And I, and I saw pictures from it uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. And it was just great to see people stop what they're doing to gather around the American flag and watch it come down. And participate uh, as a group, um, people, you know, in that ceremony. We try not to miss it. We usually set an alarm on our watch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really something that's very special, and it means a lot to a lot of people, uh, veterans and active duty and everything else. And for them to honor uh, all those people is and and the country and everything else is fantastic. It's wonderful. So, I we've rambled quite a bit here. Uh, we need to take a break. Uh, <laughs> Premier Access. Is it really Premier Access? I, mean, it's not, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Nicole's got some more news here on DW60. So, you want to win cool Disney stuff from the Sorcerer Radio stash? Did I win? What color am I? Tell you guys looking for a winner? I, got I want it so bad. Just visit www.srsounds.com for contests, news, reviews, and personalities from around the world. Disney World. Visit srsounds.com and follow us on Twitter at srsounds. Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music. All day long. srsounds.com. Are you listening to a radio station that sounds like this? To listen to a radio station that sounds like this. It's Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. 
Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. Tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit EarsAlert.com today. Hey, this is AJ for the D-Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney+. Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumours, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week, we have a weekly movie club, where between July 12th and July 18th, we'll be covering the film Turner and Hooch to celebrate the launch of the TV series. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. Summer's here, so why not cool off with an iced coffee from Expedition Roasters? All our coffees can be brewed right over ice at your home for a refreshing, cool treat. Top it off with whipped cream, chocolate, or even a scoop of ice cream for a special summer coffee that's sure to please. So start your coffee adventure today by visiting us at ExpeditionRoasters.com to find out more about brewing iced coffee at your home and to shop our unique Disney and pop culture themed coffees. And be sure to use coupon code SR20 to save 20% off your first purchase with us. That's SR20 at ExpeditionRoasters.com. Brew your happy place. More Disney news. I have some non, well, kind of parks, kind of not parks. A little more D23. We talked last week about um, becoming a D23 member and the Destination D23 Expo that's coming to the Contemporary Resort in November. And this this week, they came out with um, an event for D23 members over in the California parks. So... What it is, is you'll be able to arrive at Disneyland at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's early. It is very early. Very, very Check-in early. Check-in is at 5.30, <laughs> so you got to get there even earlier, you know, to park and everything and get there. And um, what you'll be able to do is experience the brand new reimagined version of the Jungle Cruise first, before anyone else. They're going to have a panel of Imagineers who are going to be talking about the attraction. Mm-hmm. You'll be riding the attraction and, and getting to, I'm sure that they'll have skippers, you know, there to kind of point things out, point the new things out and, and let you know what's going on. And there'll also be um, some food and, and beverages and it's, it's pretty cool. It's a two hour event. So it's 5.30 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. before the park's even open for the day. It's um, $75. <laughs> I don't think that's bad. 
Oh my goodness! I mean, gracious. for two hours. Uh, but jeez. I mean, it's it is a a perk. So, like, you, to be to have access to even go to this event, you need to be a D twenty three member. So it's just an added perk of sure, yeah, your yeah. D twenty three membership. Um, it says D twenty three gold members may reserve a ticket for themselves and one guest. Children under age fourteen must be accompanied by a guest eighteen or older. D23 members need to remember to bring their photo ID and their tickets or they will not be admitted. Um, and if you buy a ticket and don't show up, you will not get your money back. <laughs> no refunds. Gotta, we sure need every penny. That. Yeah. Um, it says if you do have dietary restrictions or accessibility requests, um, just let them know. So it, it looks cool. I'm sure we'll see pictures from it. Um, I'm sure there'll be some vloggers, vloggers. I, I just don't know if $75 dollars warrants oh hey i got to see the jungle cruise first you know type of but you also get to um talk no. with imagineers who worked on the ride yeah, yeah. Um, am i just a cheapo i don't know <laughs> i feel like if you were local it's not necessarily something that i would like fly in for but yeah if you wanted to say that i'm cheap at this moment you could uh, i'd be okay with it it just doesn't um it's just not my thing. Tickle your fancy. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to put it. All right. Good enough. <laughs> just, you know, it's just not for you, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because there are limited seats. So That's true. And I'm not a D23 gold member anyway. So. No, um, but we did. We got some exciting news this week about the final Walt Disney World resorts that have yet to open. All-Star Music will open. Um, actually, bookings begin yet opened yesterday but for arrivals beginning in september 16th for all-star music october 14th for port orleans riverside october 28th for port orleans french quarter and december 9th for all-star sports so by december 9th by the end of the year all walt disney world resorts will be reopened why is it taking so long i think manpower oh Good gracious. And it's not just cast members at the resorts. You know, they also have to have enough maintenance people. They also have to have enough housekeeping, bus drivers, all that stuff. When this news came out, Nicole, I think, sent a text message to me minutes after. And she's like, okay, so which one for our next vacation? I was like, where are we staying? Riverside or or French Quarter? You said Riverside. Riverside. (laughs) I haven't seen it either, but I don't know if... Port Orleans resorts are like Pop Century, where they have a very diehard fan base. Sure, yeah. yeah. However, if I'm going to stay at a moderate resort, I would choose one on the Skyliner. I would too. I think so, yeah. After having stayed at Pop Century and had the access of the Skyliner. Which is nice. It's amazing. Yeah, it's good. I like it. But you know what? I live an hour away from New Orleans, so a French Quarter stay to me just... That's uh, okay. My friend was like, oh, beignets. I was like, eh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I, I mean, forget you live in the land of beignets. I'm like, I do. <laughs> I mean, they're like, they're like way, a lot of tears down from like really good beignets, yeah. actual beignets. But th- that's why Riverside appeals to me and has a little bit of, of, you know, New Orleans, but not too much to where it's not genuine. You, you know? can get beignets at the gas station here. <laughs> you can. So, and I think they're better than yeah, the probably. French Quarter. <laughs> they're not Disney shaped, but, or Mickey no, shaped, but. Yeah. Which does make a difference to some people, I, I will say. They so. are not, however, alcohol filled. 
like the ones at Disney can be. That's true. That's true. We did get um, a little more news about the contemporary contemporary resorts upcoming refurbishment. It's a little ours. Contemporary refurbishment. Uh, we learned that the wave of American flavors over at the Contemporary is going to be closing on July 16th. It's going to, Disney's going to be refurbishing the restaurant for the 50th anniversary. Um, the wave's breakfast will be available at California Grill while it's closed. Breakfast will be offered from 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. daily. And breakfast will be available for a limited time, but it's listed right now through September 6th. So... We don't know if that's when the, or they'll extend the date or if that's when it's reopening. I feel like that's not a ton of time. July 16th oh, yeah. to September 6th for them to redo a whole restaurant. True. I have heard that the wave is becoming a steakhouse. Incredibles themed steakhouse. No, I think it's it's going to be called um, steak. This is a rumor. I, I haven't seen this anywhere, but I've, I've heard this multiple times that it's going to become Steakhouse 71. Okay, I like that name. Themed to Walt Disney World's history, opening in 1971. Right. Similar to Steakhouse 55, which is in California, which, oddly enough, closed permanently this week. So, (laughs) I'm not sure what that says about the future of Steakhouse 71, but it is. I have heard it's going to be a Disney history-themed, the history of the Contemporary Resort, which opened on opening day of Walt Disney World. Opening in time for the 50th. That kind of vibe. I may be the only one that likes this idea of mine. I like it. Or, well, I like this. I, I don't you know have, what your You haven't is. heard my idea yet. Hold <laughs> on a sec. So, you know, if they're going to tie in the 71 and it's going to be a steakhouse, mm-hmm. I would love it if they did a steak eating challenge. Like a 71 ounce 71 steak. ounce <laughs> steak. Like, if it, okay. Those uh, uh, who grew up in the 80s. If you remember the movie with John Candy, The Great Outdoors, they went to a steakhouse and they had the old 96er, I think. Uh, it was a 96-ounce steak. that's huge. Like Tomahawk Plus and everything. And you had to eat it all. You know, you got a special prize and stuff like that. But I think it'd be very cool if Disney did a 71-ounce steak eating thing. You got to pay like 100 bucks for it or something, whatever. But, oh, I think it would be more than $100. You know, but if you ate it all, you get it for free and, you know, maybe a cool... Mickey hat or something, the 71 on it. I, I don't know. I It just entered my mind, and I love steak. So, I, I, Do you like my idea? Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm open to it. I don't know if anybody likes steak as much as I do. I don't know if yeah. steakhouses are the place for um, eating challenges. I don't know if Disney World is the place for eating challenges, but I <laughs> no, like the idea of it. At Pecos Bills, they used to have the nachos. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. 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 That was like an eating challenge. For Didn't nachos. last long either, did it? No. no. Um, but that's the rumor. It's going to be Steakhouse 71. And if so, I'm excited. I'd love, I think it seems like it would be a great like anniversary, birthday, special dinner type of restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, since Victoria and Albert's still has not reopened. So hopefully still, yeah. another steakhouse. Because um, I'm trying to think, there's not really many steakhouses. La Cellier, I guess, is kind of a steakhouse. The Yachtsman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, over at Yacht and Beach Club. I don't know of really many other. Maybe Shula's at Swan and Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm not really sure. So it'll it'll be good to have another nice upscale steakhouse. Um, and I hope they offer brunch like the Wave. Yeah. 
We got some new news also about Halloween time over at the Disneyland Resort. This is something. It's going to begin September 3rd and go through October 31st. We're going to have Haunted Mansion Holiday is returning. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark. You're going to have your favorite Disney characters and villains. And the uh, park will be decorated in beloved seasonal decor. Including the huge Mickey Mouse Jack Lantern, which I love, <laughs> and I wish we had in Walt Disney World. But yeah. like, even if they could just project it onto Spaceship Earth, that'd be really cool. Oh, that would be cool. Anyone's listening? Yeah. I feel like a Mike Wazowski pumpkin. We've seen him on the face of Spaceship Earth before. I so. didn't see it in person, and I'm so sad because I saw those pictures. are my they two of favorite things: Mike Wazowski and Spaceship Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's going to be family-friendly fun for every ghoul and goblin at the Disneyland Resort. The downtown Disney district is going to be in the spirit as well from September 9th through October 31st. They're going to have their own decor and treats in an all-new Halloween-themed pumpkin hunt called Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit. And I think this will be similar to what we've seen during the holidays at um, Disney Springs. Downtown Disney. (laughs) Disney Springs with the, like, (laughs) Stitch present Sure. Thing yeah. During Christmas, um, the Plaza de la Familia will add to the fun with an immersive, limited time celebration at Disney's California Adventure. Inspired by the traditions of Dia de los Muertos, guests will enjoy a spirited extravaganza, including live entertainment, delicious food, interactive experiences, and of course, special merchandise. Of course, you spend your money yeah. on. Oh yeah, money, money, money. <laughs> For family fun after hours, the Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party, will be offered as a separately ticketed event at California Adventure on 25 select nights beginning September 9th. Tickets will be available for purchase beginning July 13th at Disneyland.com. Okay, so Oogie Boogie Bash, is that an after hours event or is that like Halloween party event? Like It says after hours Halloween party. Okay, so people don't freak out and think that, oh, Disneyland's getting their own Halloween party for everybody to enjoy, and we're only getting after hours. I don't think that's the case. No, I think it's it's you just know, a different name. Just a different name, same type of probably price and everything else that so, you're paying to Disney World. I, no, I personally okay. have not looked at the pricing and stuff yet. However, the our wedding photographers are going to Disneyland in October, and she's yeah. been asking me, are they doing anything for Halloween? Have you heard anything? And I said, I think it's coming. I think, it's, I think it'll they'll announce it soon. Um, and so I sent her this information today, but I haven't read into it myself. And she texts me back and she goes, $114 per person. <laughs> there you go. Because um, they were traveling at a party yeah. of six. Oh, golly. <laughs> she was like, Ouch. Like, are, the, are the rides and stuff open? I'm like, yes. Yes, oh, yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, you can do and that. And you can yeah. get into the park at 3 p.m. over there. So... I told her, you know, it might be a good day to sl- in the in the middle of your trip to sleep in and go to downtown Disney and hang out at the pool and then head over to the park at three in the afternoon. Kind of wondering if this frightfully fun parade that they're mentioning is just cavalcades. I will be mad if they get a parade. I, I I'm just kind of wondering because I don't know. Who's so, you is my favorite. I I know. I will be very it, mad if they the get a parade. It's the favorite for SR listeners too. If you have been listening to the uh, top ten lately. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I saw a frightfully fun parade and I went, that doesn't have the cavalcade word anywhere in it mm-hmm. whatsoever. So I... Mm. They also are going to have trick-or-treating. Yeah, that is mentioned. Yeah. So 
But their trick or treating is on like a trick or treating trail. It is, yeah. So it's a, it's a little different. But, um, and I'm hoping to snag this next item this weekend. I'm heading down to Florida for like 36 hours <laughs> with just with a friend, just <laughs> along for the ride. But she said my Disney Starbucks cup broke and it's not on Shop Disney. So while we're down there, do you mind if we spring by Disney Springs? And I was like. Do you know who you're talking to? And she does. It's my best friend. Like, she do totally you know does. my wife at all? <laughs> if anybody knows me, and it's her. Um, but yeah. the infamous Tokyo Disney Resort hand soap has arrived at Walt Disney World. Like, it's a little soap dispenser. It's for foaming soap. And when you press it down, it leaves a little Mickey print shape foam. of foam hand soap in your hands. And it's only nine ninety nine. That's... Uh, a steal, not a deal. I thought it would at least be twenty five ninety nine for <laughs> oh for yeah soap dispenser. They might jack the price up. It may be you know a misprint or something. Get it while you can. People keep sending it to me, like my friends and stuff, and I was like, I will be absolutely floored if this is still there when I'm there this weekend. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like one hundred and ten percent blown away if it's still in stock. But if it is. You bet it's coming home with me. It said that it was recently seen at Boutique over at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. So I might have to make a stop. I'm just saying you can go over there. You you don't have to have a reservation or anything for anything. You can just go and visit the resort if you want to. So, you know, yeah. head over there. I wanted to mention this real quick before we take our next break for birthdays and stuff. So Eric Allen tagged us in an article in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone this past week. And it was about the USA Today 10 Best Amusement Parks for 2021. Okay. So the top 10 is the following. Number one, SeaWorld in Orlando. Number two, Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri. Kings Island is number three over in Ohio. Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. Number five is Dollywood. Bush Gardens, Tampa, number six. Number seven, Cedar Point. Number eight, Hershey Park in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Number nine, the Magic Kingdom. And number 10, Knott's Berry Farm in Buena Park, California. And people were like, oh my gosh, Magic Kingdom was number nine on the best amusement parks in the country? Out of 10. Out of 10? Number nine? Maybe that'll hit Disney where it hurts. I kind of don't have... Here's the thing. That's the top 10 amusement parks. I don't really consider the Magic Kingdom an amusement park. I consider it a theme park. A little bit different than just an amusement park. Right. A place like Silver Dollar City is an amusement park. There's not a lot of you know theming going on, storytelling going on, and so many other different things that right. Disney does in their park. So for them to land on number nine on this list, I think it's fine. Yeah, I th- it's I th- not their category. It's it's just not their category. Not their niche. Yeah. I, I so I don't have a problem with this top ten really. When you're talking about Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens is great. Knott's Berry Farm is great, but oh sure, yeah, yeah. The the uh, ground doesn't tie into the trash cans. Doesn't tie into the smells <laughs> you smell. Doesn't tie into the texture of the fence posts. Oh yeah, yeah. Does I mean they are they're right there, but they're just, I still don't think that they're quite Disney level. Not quite. No. So when you when you talk about amusement parks, I think of. Cedar Point. I think of Silver Dollar City. I think of Six Flags. Yeah, I was going to say Six Flags. You know, that's an amusement park to me. Up a level from your state fair or county fair type things. Okay, yeah, those are amusement parks we're talking about. Can Disney be considered in that list? Yeah, I think they can. Yeah. And where they're placed, I just, I, I really just don't have a problem with it. I'm good. So, 
Sorry to disappoint everyone. Yeah, hoping- <laughs> they were probably hoping for some kind of a rant or something. I, I just ain't got it. Gigi Sorcy was like, oh, oh man, y'all yeah, better watch yeah, out. Yeah, but- I have no problem with this whatsoever. Birthdays coming up next here on DW60. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com slash shop. Are you looking for some fun on Facebook with fellow Disney fans? Then you need to join the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. The Fun Zone is an exclusive online gathering place where young and old alike can come and share their love of all things Disney in a family-friendly atmosphere. It'll also be your place for exclusive downloads, images, giveaways, and more. Join us online by going to Facebook.com and searching for Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. That's the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone, part of Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Visit dvc-rental.com. Save up to 60% on deluxe accommodations. For more, click the banner at srsounds.com. Be sure to check out www.dailynews.com. WDW Daily News provides articles and other information about the Walt Disney Company and more. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at WDW Daily News, a proud partner of Sorcerer Radio. Bringing more people together than ever before at one happy place. srsounds.com. Download Sorcerer Radio's mobile app today and hear the magic from your iPhone, iPad, or Android device, srsounds.com. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Social Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. Source of Radio, all Disney music, all day long, srsounds.com. It's Jeff and Nicole here on DW60. Make sure you join us every single Thursday morning for Disney Trip Tips with Sandy Alexander. She gives you the latest on Disney news, weather, and some tips to make your vacation to the Walt Disney World Resort a little bit easier for you and your family. Yeah, it's kind of tough right now, I know, but she she does her best to try and help you. So check out Disney Trip Tips with Sandy Alexander, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, every Thursday morning right here on Sorcerer Radio. I've heard they just went through a little name change. Now they'll be DT Tips. It's, it's going to be what? DT Tips. DT Trips or Tips. Tips. Okay. Like a Disney trip tips, but it's a little short. DT trips. DT tips. Trips. Trips. Yeah. Okay. That's going to take some getting used to. But I like it. It's snappy. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'll have to get. I'll have to confirm with Lisa. (laughs) Listen to Lisa on Thursday mornings, Uh, eight a.m. Sandy. Sandy. I'm sorry. And I said Lisa. Yeah. Who's Lisa? I don't even know who Lisa is. Okay. I'm ahead of myself here. All right. We do have birthdays that we need to do this week. Some people out there in the Sorcerer Radio uh, world, network, universe, whatever you want to call it, uh, is having a birthday this week, and uh, they decided to send something in to us. Including Lisa. That's where it came from. Oh, okay. Well, there it is right there. All right. So here's our first birthday. Dear Jeff and Nicole, I hope you both were able to move into your new home and have... And extra space you both wanted for the studio. Moving yes. can be such a headache. 
but the end result can often be well worth it. Well, in the effort to avoid further birthday droughts, Lisa and I would like to wish our daughter Isabella a very happy birthday. She'll be turning six on Thursday, and we would love to get some sparkles for her. Here's hoping all is going great and a warm welcome home to you both. Todd and Lisa. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Isabella, guess what? Sparkles. Sparkles for you. Heck yeah. And heck yeah. You get all the good stuff. All right. We're turning six years old. Six is a good birthday. What's our next birthday? Our next birthday comes from our friend Seth. He said, hey, Jeff and Nicole. Hi. Hello. I said I wouldn't put another birthday for my little girl on here until her first birthday. Well, here it is. This Saturday, we celebrate our little Sloan's first birthday. What a year this little girl has gone through. First being born into the pandemic world and then the big move to Tulsa, Oklahoma. That is a lot for your first birthday. That is a lot, yeah. It only feels like yesterday when I was standing in the hospital holding her for the first time and having joyful tears running down my face. That would be Jeff. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. She loves Minnie Mouse and all the princesses, and she gets to see them for the first time in August when we go to Florida. Happy birthday to my little princess, my little angel. We love you very much. But with that said, can she get some sparkles and pixie dust? Your friend always, Seth Carden from Tornado Alley, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Little Sloan, there are your sparkles. Yeah. I still love that name. I do. And just for loving Minnie Mouse, you get a ding, too. Oh, yes. We definitely get a ding. Happy birthday. I feel like birthday. that fits, fits her favorites for being one years old. Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. One more birthday to go. Email says, hi, Jeff and Nicole. Hello. Our youngest child, Sam, will be 20 on July the 6th. Epcot is their favorite park, and Teppan Ito is their favorite restaurants. Sam is a very compassionate and loving person. They always want everyone to be included and is always there to lend a hand. They have a smile for everyone and an infectious laugh that you can't help but love. We are so proud of the person they have become and cannot wait to see what their future holds for them. They love to help plan our annual vacations to Disney and recognizes Old Key West as, uh, as our home away from home. Please help us wish Sam a very happy birthday. Thank you. That is from Tommy and Jeanette Henthorne. Happy birthday, Sam. Sam. Sparkles. Sparkles. Well, heck yeah. So you got a heck yeah. And a ding, I think. We got some favorites. We got when, when, when Epcot is the favorite and Teppan Ito is the favorite, you get dings. Yeah, you get dings. You definitely get dings. No doubt heck about yeah. that. <laughs> Well, that's fantastic. You know what? All great birthdays this week. And if you have a birthday that you want to celebrate uh, here on this on the show and do a shout out for somebody you know, a family member, a friend, or anything else like that, all you have to do is send us an email. Send your email to dw60 at srsounds.com. So for everybody celebrating a birthday this week, this message is for you. Hiya, pals. We heard it was somebody's birthday. Oh, Mickey, I love birthdays. Me too. <laughs> and guess what? Donald and Daisy brought a special cake for you. Come on, everybody. Time Oh, great idea, Donald. Ready, everyone? On the count of three. One, two, three. Happy birthday! 
pal. Make a special wish and blow out the candle. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Switzerland Radio, srsounds.com. We want to thank everybody who listened to the show today and is checking out the podcast as well. And all those who sent in emails for their birthdays uh, this week. We really appreciate that. So, where can everybody find us on the socials? They can find us on Facebook, on the DW60 Press Road Facebook page. We're also over in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone, a Facebook group talking about the music playing on the station and the shows and the news and all kinds of great stuff. On Friday mornings and all week long, we're chatting live on the Sorcerer Radio Discord. We have a special DW60 page and it gets pretty lively on Friday mornings during the show. And then we're also on Instagram at DW60 Press Row. And while I'm in Florida this weekend, I'm sure I'll be posting and sharing all kinds of fun stuff on there. I've been sharing lots of um, on Mondays. I've been sharing the new arrivals on Shop Disney and we share the news and all kinds of great stuff. So, Has anybody else ever noticed that Nicole gets to go to Florida a lot more than I do? Um, You're so lucky. I'm not stopping you. You're so lucky. You should just go. I should just go. Just jump in the Jeep and go. Mm-hmm. Solo trip. <laughs> you and the Jeep. You know I can't leave without you. I just no. can't. I can't bring myself to do it. And if I'm I, not if going, I go, my bub goes. I'm not going on vacation or going to the parks or anything. I'm literally just <laughs> along for the ride because my friend has to go to Tampa for like 36 hours. Yeah. But so. you get to stop at Disney, though. I will I say, you are doing one thing for me, though. You are going to go to Goodwill and look for golf clubs yes. and, and other things for me. He's like, if you're near a Goodwill, I'm just saying, this has been Jeff's like, newest thing, is like finding really nice golf items at secondhand. Super cheap prices. Super I mean, and you've been doing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to check out the replay of the show tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, if you didn't catch all of it. And, of course, the podcast version of the show will be out this weekend make sure you subscribe and give us those five star ratings we definitely appreciate that so until next time this is sorcerer radio all disney music all day long srsounds.com and have a magical day